everyone. This is Mary Elliott from the Bees Knees podcast. I have a very special guest today. Uh, he's going to share his remarkable story with you. Even though he had struggles, he found a way to overcome them. And he's going to share what he's learned with his knee replacement journey. Uh, Rick, can you introduce yourself to us? Yes, my name is Rick and uh, I'm currently 17 weeks post-op right now. Um, I had surgery in December 13th of 2022. I had, uh, my wife and I are snowbirds, so we actually spend the winter in Florida. My surgery was in Ohio. Um, I had six weeks of uh, physical therapy in Ohio. And as I was undergoing physical therapy, I didn't personally feel that I was getting the range of motion that I felt that I needed to be getting. So um, as a snowbird, uh, I was looking forward to the opportunity of doing physical therapy in a pool. Uh, the reason I was doing that is because 21 years prior, I had a ruptured patellar tendon, which meant my patellar tendon was completely severed. So I had a previous knee surgery, which I did have a difficult time. Uh, the doctor uh, told my wife after the surgery that he cut out a massive amount of existing scar tissue and uh, that my recovery would be tough. So uh, I, at that my first recovery, that's how I got into a pool. So I was looking forward to getting into a pool down uh, I also asked for more physical therapy, which once we got down to Florida, I had four weeks more of physical therapy. Unfortunately, no matter how hard I worked out, and I was doing exercises two to three times a day, more than any physical therapist told me to do, I wasn't getting the results. I was pretty much uh, stagnated, and depending upon how you read a uh, goniometer to, to measure um, knee flexion, I was anywhere from 105 to 110 at most. I wasn't able to go down steps. I could go up up steps. And uh, when I woke up in the morning, my knee was just straight and stiff. So uh, at, when I finished my four weeks of physical therapy uh, down here in Florida, I was 10 and a half weeks post-op at that time and actually scared to death of what was going to happen because I did a lot of research, Googled this and Googled that, YouTube this and YouTube that. And everything said that, well, six to eight weeks, yeah, everything should be gone. You know, you should be, uh, have your range of motion. Well, here I am, 10 and a half weeks post op, and I'm scared to death and almost reaching the point where it's almost too late, too late for a manipulation, manipulation under anesthesia. So I'm searching everywhere, and I stumbled across the X10 on the Internet, and I started researching the X10, and I found a, a patient that had worked her butt off and everything else like that, and she was in a similar situation as I was. And uh, her name was Mary, and uh, it gave me hope that I could do something. So I uh, made some phone calls, and... Uh, I was able to get a hold of Mary Elliott from X10 Therapy, and uh, 
we uh, actually made an appointment for me to try out the X10 machine. I had talked to different representatives in Florida, and unfortunately, they didn't have any way. I don't know whether it was because of the demand for the machine or what have you, uh, for me to try out the machine in Florida. And uh, so I talked to Mary on a Monday, and uh, she made arrangements for us to uh, try a machine out in Franklin, Michigan. So my wife and I got in a vehicle on Tuesday morning and spent two days driving from Florida to Michigan. And uh, Thursday morning, I was able to try out an X-10 machine, and it gave me hope. Uh, there's always reservations in the back of your head. Will this work or will this not work? And especially after two days of driving to Michigan, my leg was just as stiff as stiff could be. And uh, tried out the X-10 Everybody there was very nice to come in and help me out. And Michigan, I'm going to Michigan in March, you know, you're worried about, am I going to get stuck in the snow because I'm driving up from Florida? But weather was great. And we got out of there just before a snowstorm hit. And so um, Thursday after, morning after I tried the S, uh, X-10 out, we headed back towards Florida and got to Florida um, Friday night. So it was quite a trip of a couple thousand miles in, in four days, and uh, but it gave me hope. And uh, I was able to have the X-10 come to my house here in Florida on Friday. Uh, that date was March 17th, and uh, that Friday was the first day I was able to get on that X-10. And I'm um, looking at my notes here. Um, that, that Friday, I'm now 13 and a half weeks post-op. So, um, you always got that in the back of your head that, Hey, this is too late. I'm not going to be able to make it, you know? And, uh, even though I was doing everything I could and I never gave up, you just think, well, you know, the, all the scar tissues form, you're done. But, uh, that very first day when I was on the X-10, I was able to be 101 degrees that first day and thought, well, you know, it's I got a long way to go. We'll see how I do. And uh, 16 days later, uh, so it was two days and two weeks, I had received 130 degrees um, right? range of motion. So, <laughs> yeah, I was happy and uh, I was especially happy because as part of the story I left out about the physical therapy is that six weeks post-op, right before I was getting ready to go to Florida, um, I had my physical therapist measure my non-operative knee. And my range of motion in my non-operative knee was 125 degrees. And uh, I said, well, that's going to be my goal to shoot for. And he said, well, you'll never get that. He said, the most wow. you're ever going to hope for is 120 degrees. And you talk about very deflating before you're heading on a trip to Florida to think that, you know, maybe this is it, you know. So uh, because of the X-10, I was able to uh, hit 130 degrees. Now, I, I realize that that's just the beginning. Uh, that's where I probably should have been if I would have been fortunate enough to know about the X-10 and have it immediately post off. Uh, had I had it immediately post-op, I wouldn't be scared to death for months and months on end and, and struggling as much as I did. Uh, but fortunately, I was able to find it. And uh, even though it was 13 
and a half weeks post-op, I was able to get on it and achieve in a couple of weeks 130 degrees. Now, I realize I have a long road to go, and I have to keep working out for uh, post-op. From every everything I've read, you have to work out for a year to, to get where you want to be, and uh, that is my goal. But now I know that I'm not going to have a manipulation under anesthesia, and I know that the worst-case scenario is not going to play out for me at least in my case. And it's all because of the fact that I was fortunate enough to find this machine, fortunate enough to try it out, and fortunate enough to be a snowbird and have it here in Florida. So, uh, because quite frankly, the way I felt uh, 13 and a half weeks post-op, I felt that uh, a total knee replacement was the worst mistake I ever made and would never have another one again. So, the fact that I am able to... Uh, get my range of motion and, and progress now, it gives you a whole different outlook. So tell me functionally, what are you doing now that you weren't be able to do even before surgery? What have you noticed? How has your life changed? Um, I'm able to get uh, in and out of the car easier than, you know, before. Um, obviously, it's still, there's still pangs of pain. And at least I'm able to go down steps now. I couldn't go down steps before. Uh, you can go up steps. And uh, it, it, I know I have a long way to go because my left knee, which was my non-surgical knee, needs a knee replacement. Ah, <laughs> and, okay. and, and so <laughs> I, I know that's coming. And yep. so my left knee, because I've gone through such a long time with my right knee not functioning the way that it should, has really suffered. I mean, because it's been pulling the full load uh, all that time. So I'm really right now at a balance where both of my knees are are in recovery. So ah, gotcha. uh, I, I'm, I'm today I, at the gym. I, I still work out, and I went to the gym today, and I got on the recumbent bike, which is a good exercise to keep your knee um, flexible. And prior to using the X10, I had to work out so hard and take so many repetitions to keep, keep moving the seat forward to bending my knee more. And then an hour or so after that, my knee would stiffen right back up. Uh, this, this morning when I was at the gym and moving the seat of the recumbent bike, I was able to start out uh, two to three um, selections tighter than what I was. And my knees, I've maxed out on it because my knees are hitting the handles of the recumbent bike. Oh, wow. So I, I know that it's better than what it was. And then I do the leg press machine. And the reason I do that is it forces you to bend your knee. And uh, so I was able today for the very first time to move, start out with my knee at the top of my feet, at the top of the plate rather, and then gradually move my feet down so I could create more and more bend in my knee. And today I had my feet at the bottom of the plate with my, and I take my feet and I, I do the, the squat on the leg press. And then I hold my, hold that position for 30 seconds. So today is the very first day that I've able, been able to move my feet all the way to the bottom of the plate. So, um, I do notice those small things, and, and I guess it's the little victories you look for instead of looking for massive amount of changes. Uh, the fact that 
Uh, when I worked out before, within an hour after working out, my leg was stiff and right back to where it was. And then I guess you look and you say, if you can gain one minute a day, well, then that's 30 minutes less your leg is stiff in a month. If you do that in two months now, that's one hour less your leg is stiff. And so that's why you have to just keep working out. But I've noticed that since I've been able to get over that hump and I don't know what degree that was, whether that would have been 115, whether that would have been 120, whether that would have been 125. I don't know what that hump, I guess it's different for each individual. But once you get over that hump, then things come easier. Well, they and, say, they say, Rick, 110 degrees is, is where around 110, 115 to be able to do everyday living activities, but that's not what you wanted. You wanted more. You're an active man. You wanted an active life. You didn't want to just give back, right? To that's everyday correct. living activities, right? Yes. Right. And yes. if you think about it, you got the machine three, well, it was three months, right? Post-surgery. And then within how many days was it? Four, 16 days. 16 days. Yeah. You made um, just about 30 degrees of, of uh, an increase in your flexion. But if you would have had the X10 from day one, I guarantee you, you would not have experienced what you experienced. No way. No yeah, way. And, and that's yeah. what I, I, I don't want it. It should be, machine should be made available to absolutely everybody. And I know that's what we would like to. Yeah. And the fact that it's not is a shame. Um, yeah. And it just seems like that, even though I wanted that range of motion, when I was going to physical therapy, the whole goal was to make me a functional senior citizen, get up and down out of a chair, um, get up and down out of a car to go here, go there, walk, but not do the things that a person wants to do to still be active and to do different things. And um, I, I guess that's where, myself and physical therapy differed. I wanted more out of that. From I'm, I'm not ready to pack it in yet. Exactly, <laughs> right? We want a full life. Who wants yeah. to be limited? Oh, for sure. Now, now you have all kinds of freedom. So how beautiful is that, right? That's a great way to live, right? That's yep. a great way to live. Well, all right. So what, what else, is there anything else you want to share out there with anyone uh, as far as what they should do, what they shouldn't do. If, do you have any other words of wisdom that you think, wow, I wish I would have, somebody would have told me this before I got started? Yeah, I, I just wish it would be made more available, that uh, mm -hmm. more doctors would be make, made aware of it. And I, why that is, I don't know. Um, whether it, it seems like that in the medical industry and this is just purely my opinion and it may or may not be worth anything <laughs> but just how i see things it just seems like that doctors have made procedures better we have robotic surgery robotic surgeries where it's assist the doctors um you go in have a total knee replacement and you're out as an outpatient who would have ever thought that would have been possible years ago so we've made all these great medical advances in in uh, with technology in surgeries to get to be an outpatient. Yet we're still doing physical therapy the same old way. And I believe that this machine 
And we're just talking about range of motion, but people don't realize that you're able to do strengthening with it. I That's something I didn't know. All the exercises that I could do with it, in addition to just getting range of motion that help you. I, I think it's time where if we've, we're going to accept technology in the operating room, we should accept technology and uh, for physical therapy outside the operating room for the rest to, to be able to recover. And it just seems like we're not ready to do that yet, whether there's some faction of the population that may or may not agree with that. I just think that we need to open our eyes and and accept that as a step forward and everybody needs to jump on board. That's well, just my opinion. <laughs> well, thanks, Rick. And uh, you know what? I do believe you're led right? when you're in, when you're searching for something and you stay open minded and stay in faith, <laughs> you're led right to, to your yeah. highest path. And obviously that happened to you. So I am so happy for you for that. And and you are one good soul, I tell you what. And Janet, too, your lovely wife, I got to meet her, too, uh, to come out to Michigan and take the time to check us out, right? Because you didn't have to do that. And you did. And I appreciated your time, right? And I and I knew what it meant to you. So Yeah, that's, so happy. that's one thing that I realize not everybody has that. I did have the... Uh, blessing of having a wonderful wife and a companion that supported me on the days when I'm close to ready and ready to give up. And she says, I believe you'll be okay. You're okay. She's the eternal optimist, you know, and she was with me every step of the way. And like you said, she went to Michigan with me and everything. And not everybody, unfortunately, has that opportunity, which I did. Um, But if you do have it and you're lucky enough to have it, obviously, you need to take advantage Absolutely. I am a true believer and I've been, I was sick for a really long time. And I know if I didn't feel so loved by my husband at the time, right? I don't think I would have had the courage I had, right? To get through what I had to get through, right? Love builds strength. You know, when you're feeling loved and when you love, you know, it gives you strength and courage to move forward, right? And, and things you thought you'd never have courage or strength in order to move forward. So you had that other layer of, a huge benefit too, right? So, oh my gosh, right? Talk about feeling blessed, right? Yes, indeed. (laughs)